watch it. I just I logged on to YouTube to pick up some information that I needed, and there was a live YouTube and Facebook conversation with him about the documentary. So I watched the conversation, and then afterwards I downloaded the documentary and then watched the documentary, and um, I thought it was a really nice documentary. Not the um, not not the greatest documentary ever, but it was a nice insight into his world and his life and um, how he works. And then in the evening, I played with my kids and watched a couple of episodes of Once Upon a Time. There we go. That was my weekend. Okay. And tell me about your motivation group you have. What you are doing with them, and mm-hmm. okay, um, it's interesting that you ask that because I was thinking about my 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 journey with information um, earlier today, and uh, I was looking at the at the beginning of this year. I was looking for some inspiration connected with growth and development and I think I maybe I said before I I realized that I was not really very interested in the mainstream education because it was all focused on specific topics and I was more interested in general topics and general development and and uh, and also not just focusing on one subject but growing personally and for each person that's different so I started by looking at some different people on the internet I started by downloading some motivational speeches and watching them and trying to find out whose message resonated with what I what I what I was thinking. Um, one of the things I discovered was that a lot of people say the same thing, but you don't always listen to the same people mm-hmm. when they give the same message. So what this means is that your mother could tell you something and your your partner could tell you the same thing and your brother could tell you the same thing and your friend could tell you the same thing but you won't listen to them all in the same way because your history with that person forces you cognitively to have a bias. Um, This works in the classic example of someone that you like, you are more likely to believe than someone that you don't like even though the person you like could still be wrong. So we've, we've got this history which affects our present choices. And this works very powerfully in terms of manipulation. People who try to manipulate other people very often try to get mm-hmm. them to feel as comfortable as possible first. And to make it seem like... Uh, to. To make it seem like there's something they're not, it's the principle of first impressions. First impressions are extremely important and we never want to admit that we've made a mistake. And so 
if someone creates a very positive first impression, it's difficult to change that at a later point in time, even though the first impression may be may be wrong or unreal. Uh, and that's interesting because I was listening to an interview with the financial advisor called Ty Lopez and he said the same thing in the interview. He said it's very difficult sometimes to discover what is real and true because of your own history will cause you automatically to accept or reject things which are not logical mm -hmm. based upon your own history. Um, and so, you know, we're more likely to believe our parents, but that doesn't mean our parents are right. And this is a, this is a cognitive problem for everybody. So what I realized is that a lot of motivational speakers are saying exactly the same thing, but some of them are easier to listen to than others. Um, and so I started with Eric Thomas, uh, then I discovered work of other people, uh, Lewis Howes, I think I recommended his School of Greatness. Um, Eric Thomas, I was part of his Breathe University for a while until I think I outgrew that because I think that we can we can outgrow things and move on to other things that are more challenging. So I'm now part of Ryan Lee's Freedom University, which is uh, 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 about educational business growth in terms of using technology and the internet and marketing, which is really interesting for me because it's all... Um, elements of technology and psychology mixed together, uh, which I'm going to use practically to build my business next year. And uh, and this took me to Tony Robbins, who everybody that I followed respected the work of Tony Robbins. And the first few times I listened to him, I hated it. I just had this had this cognitive bias. I had this bias that I don't like the sound of his voice and it's very difficult to listen to his message and how could someone in his position know what he knows and he's saying basically the same thing as other people and blah, 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 blah. And this was about six months ago. Now I'm approaching his work from a completely different perspective where after watching a series of interviews with him, I'm beginning to understand what he's saying and it's very, very hard not to like the person because of all the, the positive ideas and energy that they put into what they do. And um, people will now pay him like a hundred thousand dollars for 15 or 20 minutes of advice. Um, he is considered one of the most important people on the planet today. Uh, it, I, I think statistically more people have been affected by his work than have been affected by various religions. Um, it's a huge um, 
it's a huge number of people and I wanted to uh, I wanted to watch this documentary because I, I wanted to see a little bit more and it takes you behind the scenes of one of his seven day seminars where 2,500 people go to one of his seminars for seven days and they spend seven days working on personal development and it's very powerful. In fact, it was so powerful I was crying as I was watching it, um, which uh, is not something I normally do while watching documentary films, um, but it's incredibly powerful. And um, obviously this person has a unique and special talent and he's not asking you and this this is key for me. He's not asking you to believe in something which is not real. It's not like the same things happen in big churches, but they're all asking you to believe in something which is not real. And um, I was listening to a podcast at the weekend with an interview with a it's an interview with an NFL football player, and um, this is not someone who you think would be that intellectual um but this guy is 33 this guy's called this guy called steve weatherford he retired he's he's made he's made about 20 million dollars playing football for 10 years now he's retired and uh and i was listening to to him and it was a lewis house interview where he interviews him and they talk about sport and fitness and personal development and in the interviews Steve Weatherford says um, that um, belief begins where knowledge ends. So I was jogging through the forest listening to this interview and, uh, on my podcast, and he said that, and I stopped. And it just stopped. I was like, oh my God, that's such a profound statement. That belief begins where knowledge ends. And he explained it, he qualified it by saying that uh, mm -hmm. when there's a limit to our knowledge and we want something to exist, but we don't know if this thing exists or not, we then believe in it. So we believe, so belief is a choice to think that something is real which we really don't understand. Where our understanding stops, our belief begins. So when we say we believe something, what we're really saying is we don't understand it. Mm -hmm. So when someone says, I believe in God, what you're really saying is I don't understand it. Um, and I thought, wow, that's such an um, that's that that's such a such an amazing realization, explanation, revelation. And this that's an example of one of many things that I've picked up from listening to these different motivational speakers talk. And I think that we we have motivational speakers in our own lives, like our friends motivate us and our family motivate us. So it, it's not. Some, something that's that's so unique, but um, not everybody is surrounded by great people. And if you're not surrounded by great people, this is where you need motivational speakers. 
you need people who know more, who understand more, and who understand that other people are looking for more. Most of us are for, for millions of years, millions, thousands, I say thousands, I say millions is an exaggeration, for thousands of years, we've been limited by the people who are surrounding us geographically. But now because of the internet, we're no longer limited. We're no, no longer limited in our communication to, to, you know, the two square kilometer radius around where we live. We can now connect with anybody anywhere in the world, which gives intelligent people an amazing advantage. Because before, intelligent people were stuck with stupid people and nothing could improve. Because intelligent people were surrounded by stupid people because more people are stupid than are intelligent. And um, there was just no way for society to progress. Now with the internet, intelligent people can, inter can, can interconnect mm -hmm. with intellectual people and can grow. And this is a fantastic advantage that the modern world has. And so this is where I see the work of the motivational speakers, the, the Ryan Lee Freedom University, and, and all of these people are starting their own systems now, which are like independent universities. So Eric Thomas has Breathe University, Ryan Lee has Freedom University, Lewis House has School of Greatness Academy, Tony Robbins has just started his own university. And next year I will be having my own online university set up. Um, because why the fuck not, right? <laughs> um, because um, I'm not the most intelligent person in the world, but I'm definitely not the most stupid. So, um, so I don't see why I can't help people uh, or try to help people as well. And uh, so it's really interesting for me to look at the work that these these people have have done uh even car evan carmichael has got a it's another guy who's got a youtube channel and does um uh videos every day about uh different famous people and their motivations and their histories and things it's really good and he did he uploaded uh an <laughs> He uploaded an eight-hour video last week of Tony Robbins' speeches, and I, I watched that. Actually, I watched I spent eight hours watching Tony Robbins' video, and um, I was like, I had to watch the first hour twice because there was so much in it. It was so good. I had to go back and watch it again. Uh, it's just incredible the way that he interacts with people, the way that he cuts through the bullshit. The way that um, uh, he his work is very similar to another person I follow called Stefan Molyneux, but where Stefan Molyneux focuses on um, be angry with your past and use the anger to fuel your future. Tony Robbins is has this, has the same realization of the problem, but has accept the problem and move on with your future so so they're both able to discover the cause or the reason for the problem but they both have different ways of dealing with it and uh that's e extremely interesting and i listened to another 
Lewis House podcast at the weekend where the, he was discussing with somebody Tony Robbins' system of personal development and uh, his, his system of growth and how... Um, how it's possible to integrate that into everybody's lives to to make things a little bit better. Now that's a bit abstract, but I know somewhere on my desk here, amongst all my papers, I have a little summary of Tony Robbins's work in some notes that I made, which if you're interested, I can I can spend two or three minutes just giving you the basics of one of his principles, which is really useful. Uh, is this it? That's not it. I've got a million pieces of paper on my desk. Let's see what I've got here. I've got school instruction video notes. I've got the next computer that I'm not going to buy notes. Client notes. Tony Robbins. Here we go. Uh, Tony Robbins on quality of life. Um, Tony Robbins believes there are six human needs. There are six things that every person needs. And without these six things, you can have no progress in your life whatsoever. So um, the first thing that he thinks is extremely important is certainty. You have to be certain about some things because this provides you with security and safety in your life. Um, now, certainty is the fact your boyfriend's going to come home this evening, right? Or you open the cupboard and you know what's going to be in a cupboard when you open the cupboard. So this certainty provides us with some kind of security in our life. Um, so that that's the first element of stability. The second thing is the opposite of that, which is uncertainty. That in order for things to change, and by change I mean get better, you need to have some things which are uncertain, because your uncertainty is an area for possible growth in your life. So maybe when you go to the supermarket to buy some food or whatever, you're certain of some things that you're going to buy, but you're uncertain of the other things you're going to buy. And this uncertainty brings new things into our life, which we need for, for growth. So you can be certain of some of the things that I'm going to say to you, but other things that you'll be uncertain about will be uh, what causes growth, hopefully. Um, the third thing is that um, everyone needs unique significance in their life which is uh, everyone needs to have a purpose for living. If you don't have a purpose for living, there's no point in living. And this is what, what happens if you don't have a purpose for living, you don't have a unique significance, you don't have any direction in your life. Now, you can give this direction to yourself or you can get it from somebody else. So if you work for another company, you are being given your direction by another company, the job that you're doing. But if you work for yourself, you are creating your own unique significance, your own purpose in life. And I always think it's better for people to create their own purpose. Uh, the fourth need is love and connection. Now, 
love is obviously more powerful than connection, but a lot of people are very frightened and scared of love, so they step away from the principle of love and they just become satisfied with having connections with other people. But what they really need to do is develop a strong emotional drive, which uh, we describe as love. Now, love takes many different forms for many different people. The fifth element we need is um, we must always grow. If we don't grow, we die. Um, so not only is it important to create the space for growth, but also to grow at the same time. And then the last thing, the sixth thing, is that the things that you do need to need to benefit more people around you than benefit you yourself. This is called contribution beyond the self. If you do not contribute beyond yourself, you are selfish. And now there are some times when we need to be selfish, but ultimately, once we've taken care of an understanding of the principles of certainty, uncertainty, our significance, connection or love and growth, the final piece of the puzzle is that we need to give, give to everyone around about us more than we give to ourselves. Because we've already given or taken everything we need for ourselves from the first five things. And so this contribution back is the final step of the process of development, which is you maybe want to grow yourself, but if you don't give back more than you've taken, mm -hmm. the planet's going to die, basically, <laughs> is, that, is that principle. You have to give back more than you take from the world, because uh, that's the only way for humanity to, to go forward. So, uh, um, so those are his six principles, certainty, uncertainty, unique significance, connection and love, growth and contribution beyond, beyond the self. And he then goes into how to have a clear focus and target, how your state of mind shapes the world around about you. And the most important message that I've got from his work is as long as you have a choice, you can change anything. As long as you have a choice, you can change anything. And you can always choose to change anything that you want to change. And I think that's an extremely powerful principle that he teaches. And it doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing, Everything in life is a choice. And no one can take choice away from you. Even if you're in a prison, you can still make choices to, uh, to, to make things better or, or, world, or worse for yourself in, in that place. Another thing that I've noticed is that all of these people that I've talked about meditate. They all meditate. They all spend a period of time each day in deep personal focus about their strategy and plans for the day. And in fact, all of them are so highly motivated that they spend at least 10 or 15 minutes every morning specifically focused on what it is they're going to achieve in their day and getting that goal clear in their head for the day.
and uh, then working hard to make that to make that possible. And uh, um, so those are some little things that I've picked up, which I think are are, are quite important from. Uh, from these people, and I try to spend I try to spend at least one hour a day on personal development, and uh, I am not yet convinced with the about the meditation thing. I don't know about that. I, I I've tried it, and to be honest, I have not realized any difference in my life from the meditation. Um, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not sure, but everyone recommends meditation as as, as essential. Even if, even if it's only five minutes a day, they recommend it as absolutely essential. Um, every business guru, every person that I've followed, every person that I've studied recommends it, and I, I just can't. I just have tried it, and if I've even tried frequency tapping and other other methods, and mm -hmm. it just not, none none of it works for me as as well as jogging. <laughs> I I think I need that element of uh, of, of physical movement in things. So um, I don't know if this makes any sense to you. Just give me some feedback on, on what I've said. That, uh, that 